what the fuck is going on people this is ron sense this is ron we're back talking more bets i do promise by the way i actually have been doing some stuff talking about um new world and tarkov and the fact that i'm back into league of legends and whatnot i have started recording those some of these podcasts i sort of like piece part together just depending on when i have time to do things uh and and when i sort of have thoughts on the matter or what have you but anyways and we'll just start off as far as how my betting has gone uh last night i took the jets in the under obviously that didn't go well part of that is though mike white like getting hurt after he was looking like the goat again so that's not very fair but i mean the under could have probably probably would have missed either way so that that was maybe a a bad bet there but oh and we've got some sports news i guess we can we can go through some of that so um as we speak odell beckham is being released right so that's interesting um i'm trying to think of like what teams are probably most likely to try and get him like who needs him and i'm i'm thinking um realistically i'm i think the Ravens are a team that might might be worth looking at. I, I think the Ravens could use a, a receiver like him. Uh, and they're a team that are like in the mix, you know. Um, uh, I mean, I could see the Packers doing it, right? Like going for him. I mean, getting if you had Odell and Devontae Adams, I mean, that would be pretty insane for Aaron Rodgers, who we'll get to in, in a minute as well. Um, other teams where there's like, they're in the mix and also need a receiver. Um, I, I, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. I mean, obviously like even teams that aren't in the mix will probably sign him at, if like, or try to sign him. But I'm just thinking like, who could he go to that like legitimately impacts like what, what they're kind of doing. Right. Or like actually like is a team who has a chance of, making making some move like making a move in the playoffs and like we're having someone like Odell on on their team um could be a big improvement because obviously right we can look at Odell's career on the Browns and say well he's washed he's not good but a lot of the advanced metric metrics would actually show you that he is not as washed as you would think based on his numbers um, but for some reason, him and Baker Mayfield just can't seem to connect for whatever whatever reason that may be. But I think in a a different scheme, different like just kind of getting a reset, I, I think it's entirely possible that that we could see uh, Odell come back to something similar to what he was. Um, like I said, I mean, it's hard to imagine that Aaron Rodgers couldn't make Odell back to what he was, right? And on that. So the Aaron Rodgers news, right? Obviously, he's out this week with COVID. I'm sure you have all heard. Um, and I think that there's a lot of people who are doing their finger wagging in the media and whatnot about like, oh, he lied and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I mean, he didn't really lie. I mean, he did. He like legitimately did not lie. He said, I'm immunized. Like there's some people who are like freeze framing on that. His first word in the response was, yeah, like he said, yeah, I'm immunized. Um, that, that is actually them freeze framing on him saying, yeah, and saying he lied because he said, yeah, is more dishonest than what Aaron Rodgers was in terms of how he responded because people respond 
to questions with yeah all the time. Like, think about the amount of times where you've been like, yeah, no. Obviously, your answer is no. But you started with yeah because it's like, it's basically an acknowledgement of I understand your question. And and that's the result. Like, it's... It, it's really ridiculous that people are like, yeah, like it wasn't, yeah, period. It was, yeah, I'm immunized. So he did not lie. Uh, and I can't believe I've got to be like, as a Bears fan, that I've got to be the guy who's got to be on, on Aaron Rodgers' corner on this, I guess. But he didn't lie. Um, presumably, I, I don't know this, but I guess presumably if he said that he is immunized, then I guess that per, I think suggests that uh i i think that that suggests that he has previously i think he's previously had covid and then so that he has the antibodies i think that's what that means um which i think also by the way is it's kind of a it's kind of ridiculous that that isn't acknowledged as like a form of immunity that they that like someone already had covid and has the antibodies i know in europe that they they allow for that um, so, like, it's, it's kind of weird, uh, I don't know, like, uh, it's, it's kind of a bizarre thing that if, if you have the antibodies from having the disease, then why are you, it, right, like, why wouldn't you also be considered immune? It doesn't really make any sense, um, certainly there's no, there's no, um, data out there at this time that suggests that your immunity is somehow worse if only if you've only had it just had the disease as opposed to the vaccine um and the time frame is unclear also right i mean the 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 time frame is unclear but it seems that it's at least as long as the vaccine itself so um but obviously there hasn't been a lot of studying from what i've seen on in terms of how long that lasts um, probably in part because studying that is not like a, a result that suggests that there's longer term immunity out of getting contracting COVID and getting through it being longer than the vaccine would obviously not be good for business on the vaccines. Um, and this isn't anti-vax sentiment either, by the way. Like, I'm vaccinated. It's not a big fucking, it's not a big deal. But I don't, I also don't think, it, it just doesn't make sense to me that if someone's had it, which is, I presumably what he's suggesting by saying, if he has not had it, then I don't know, then yeah, I guess we could say he's lying, because what the fuck does that mean that you've been immunized? Like, um, but anyways, right, like, it, it doesn't make any sense. It, it, it doesn't make any sense that everyone's all upset at him about it and blah, blah, blah. And then they're trying to say that he was or wasn't following protocols. And it's like, whatever, you know what? It, it's just like people just want to be mad. And for some reason, vaccines at this point have just become this sticking point where like it's just like this fucking linchpin of like the moment so, like someone finds something out about someone's vaccination status that it's a suddenly like the fucking end of the world. Um. So anyways. Aaron Rodgers uh, obviously won't be playing that that I, I mean so I guess we're gonna see if Jordan Love is the legit I mean that would certainly uh be fucking hilarious I guess if um that would be fucking hilarious I guess if 
he ends up being amazing, but not really because I'm a Bears fan and I do not need to see this go Farve Rogers into Jordan Love also being fucking good. Like, um, so, and then obviously there's the Henry Ruggs news. Um, I, I don't think that I need to go into much there. Uh, obviously, like, he was drunk driving, going 150 miles an hour. I don't know what would ever compel you to drive that fast on anything other than like a racetrack um in like a closed circuit where there's nobody else in the area um and he hits this poor woman's car and kills her and her dog uh, it's fucking terrible and yeah i mean i i it's just a really sad story all the way around um so that that's tough um that that that's definitely one of those stories that hits you like goddamn man that's just brutal um so there's i mean right like we could kind of like be like what a fucking idiot and blah blah like as if that's not obvious you know like my only thing was just like i I mean it's one thing like you know if we're gonna not that like drunk driving's ever good but like it's one thing if you're drunk driving is another thing you're drunk driving going 150 miles an hour because like even if you weren't drunk driving, why the fuck are you going 150 miles an hour? Like, that is just not a good idea at all, ever, like, under any sort of circumstance. So, like, it, yeah, that, that to me was just really, really ridiculous. Um, that, that aspect was just absurd. So, um, so, yeah, it, that's, that's the sports news, I, I guess, of note. So we'll get into our NCAA games here. Um, let's see. So we kind of go through it. There's not a whole lot. There's there's not a whole lot of games that I had stuck out to me. I think I had made some bets already. Um, I'll, I'll go through my bets already, and then we'll kind of go through. So I did. I took the under in the Illinois Minnesota game, forty four and a half. I took I took um, the Georgia spread, thirty nine and a half. Uh, probably like. I can't say that that's, I mean, at this point, though, it's just like Georgia keeps covering. So fuck it. Like, I'll ride with it. And also, Missouri is like, for those of you who haven't been watching much at all in, in terms of like the SEC and certainly why would you be watching Missouri? Um, Missouri is like ungodly bad. Like, Tennessee beat Missouri by like 40. So, <laughs> I mean, it, Georgia's defense might score 30 points on their own. Um, and then not to mention that Missouri's defense is terrible. Um, Michigan State minus two and a half at Purdue. This is a trap game. Um, but I'm still going to take Michigan State because at this point I want, I took Michigan last week. That was devastating. Um, but I want Michigan State to win out then. Whoever won that game, I want, I want them to win out. Um, because I hate Ohio State more than any of the other Big Ten teams except for Nebraska. I hate Nebraska more than anybody. Um, well, I don't know. Iowa's kind of up there too, I guess. But yeah, so I, I'm I'm good with one of those two teams kind of coming through out of out of the uh, Big Ten East um, because Penn State is not very good. And so 
I, I mean, two and a half, obviously, that just screams trap, right? Because there's no w- reason in the world. Like, Purdue's, like, an okay team. Yes, they had that win against Iowa, but they're, like, otherwise, like, nothing spectacular. And Michigan State seems to be quite good, um, especially because their run game seems to be unstoppable. Like, Kenneth Walker is insane, but also their run blocking is ridiculous. So I, I don't know how, like, Purdue is going to be able to somehow do something about that. Um I took the under in Iowa Northwestern at 40 and a half. Both of those teams just play defense and don't know how to score points. I took Michigan minus 19 and a half. This is another one where it could be a letdown game because of the fact that they just come off this, you know, big game where they end up losing in a disappointing way. Um, But it's just, I don't know. I, I just think that Michigan still has a lot to play for. Uh, I, I think that, that Michigan has reasoned to try and, and have as good of a, a season as they can. So that's, that's just kind of my thoughts there it is, I, I can't say that it's a great, great bet, but I don't know, but it's Indiana. Um, and then Oregon minus six and a half at Washington, uh, I, I'm taking it just because I think Oregon now, it, it basically, it's obviously right, like, Oregon needs to win out. Oregon is a very good team despite the horrible, horrible loss to Stanford. Um, Washington, obviously not a very good team. And, um, I, I mean, now with the college football rankings sort of officially out, I think Oregon really sees, like, there's the path for them to be the top four, and it it's their destiny is in their hands, right? It's like they, as everybody loves to say, you, you, you control your own destiny. They do. If they win out, they win that, that they're in. So, you know, them getting in ahead of Ohio state was really important. Um, obviously they should be ranked higher than Ohio state, but the committee has never, you know, take, you know, dodged an opportunity to suck the dick of Ohio state or North Notre Dame for that matter. Uh, I mean, like, Ohio State and Notre Dame can, like, lose bad games to team, like, lose, not even lose bad games, lose games to good teams and potentially even lose in a way that is a pretty bad loss and then, like, come in and be ranked higher than them for no fucking reason. So, you know, it it was good to see that, like, the committee decided that they would actually, um, you know, give the respect to Oregon for going to Ohio State and winning. So otherwise, um, there's not like a whole lot of games on here this week. I mean, Wake Forest, North Carolina um, is a weird spread because like why is North Carolina minus two and a half when Wake Forest is like way better? So that's kind of looks like a bot. Um, Yeah, I mean... I think Georgia Tech has has a decent chance at covering plus ten and a half against Miami. I I, I think I would possibly like that one. Um, Wisconsin at Rutgers. I think Wisconsin's really been on a tear, so I, I would think that Wisconsin at minus twelve and a half is actually um, pretty reasonable. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I mean, there's just not there's not a whole lot here that. I think is probably worthwhile to look at in the, uh, I mean, Kentucky, Tennessee, that, that actually would be a good game. Kentucky, Tennessee. That's basically a pick them. It's Kentucky minus a half. Um, LSU, Alabama. I mean, 
LSU is just really bad. So 29 and a half. Uh, ooh, Louisville Clemson. Louisville plus three and a half at Louisville. I think that that's got to be Louisville there, probably on the money line. Um, in fact, I will put that in there. Um, let's see. Let's put some of these bets in, huh? I think I got to go Kentucky. Tennessee's been good, though. But I don't know. I mean, Kentucky just lost to, in a terrible fashion to, to Mississippi State. So maybe maybe I'm, you know, but I, I don't know. Uh, that's that's hard to say. I, I'm just, I'm kind of leaning Kentucky on that one. So I think I'm going to go with that. But otherwise, I think that pretty much covers uh, anything I, I'm seeing right now that's like worth worth going for i guess Uh, everything else i think is just sort of like yeah you know it's like none of these are really speaking to me in in a great sort of way so um then let's see we'll go to the nfl uh texans dolphins um so i think tyrod taylor might be coming back so uh, Texans plus five and a half. Um, I think either way, the over under 46, I think I like the under. Um, I, I definitely think I like the under. Um, Broncos, Cowboys. Uh, I mean, no Von Miller now for the Broncos. Nine and a half is a lot. I don't know. I, I guess I don't know what is Dak's status. So that's. That's kind of key, but uh, honestly, I think it might just be Cowboys no matter what. Honestly, nine and a half. Um, Vikings, Ravens. Vikings plus six. I think I like the Vikings there. I think Vikings getting points is is fine um, to go with <clears throat> because the, the Vikings are a good team. I mean, the Ravens are good too, but like I think that the Vikings have a lot of um, reason to believe that they're a very good team, and... I just think giving six points is a lot. I mean, I, I think this is more likely a three-point to a four-point game. Um, Patriots minus three and a half at the Panthers. Um, I think I like that under at 41, uh, and that's probably about it. Um, Bills, Jags. <sighs> this is probably a trap, but I'm going to take the Bills at minus 14 and a half. Uh, Browns Bengals. Browns Bengals. I mean, Bengals coming off of a Bengal game. Uh, and the Brown. I mean, that's a goddamn. I don't even know what to do about that game. That's a good game, though. I mean, in terms of just like intrigue and actually having like some level of uh, consequences for their division and whatnot. So, but I- I'm not sure. Falcons Saints. Uh, Falcons plus six at the Saints over under 41 and a half. I think I like the under. I just don't know what they're going to like. I don't know what the Trevor Simeon experience is going to be like. I mean, I I think he played well against um, against Tampa Bay, no doubt. Um, But. I I don't know. I mean, the Saints haven't exactly been scoring a ton of points, even with Jameis. So um, I, I think that there's reason to believe that. It's it, it it the under is possible there. Um, 
because their defense is very good. And and the Atlanta offense basically only revolves around Kyle Pitts at this point. So um, <clears throat> Raiders Giants um, Giants plus three and a half. I think I'm going to I I think I'm going to roll the Giants here. I mean, I like the Raiders. I, I I do. I think that the Raiders have been like a really solid team. Um, but I, actually, I've been kind of. I mean, I've bet the Giants the past two weeks, and that's worked out as far as, um, you know, covering the spread. I I think that they get a little bit disrespected on their spreads, and I think that they've also just had a, some of these games now where you're kind of like, oh man, you know, like maybe they're a little bit better than we thought. Like they're not a good team necessarily, but I think they're better than they're getting rated for. Um. So plus three and a half, the 46 and a half over under even is, is kind of interesting. Um, chargers at the Eagles chargers minus one and a half over under 49 and a half. I think that this has to, I mean, this is a weird spread. One and a half feels really low. Um, but I think the chargers have, have coming off of a couple of bad games here. So I think that there's reason to believe that they can kind of get right on minus one and a half. Um, yeah, the Packers Chiefs, seven points at Arrowhead. Um, I'm going under on 48 because it should be cold and probably windy. Um, and we don't know what the Jordan Love experience is going to be. And obviously, the uh, Kansas City offensive experience has not exactly been that of what we would normally expect either. So 48... Um, I'm willing to give it a shot, I think. So, I, I don't know about the spread. I might come back to that, but, eh, you know. Cardinals, Niners. Niners are minus two. That's a weird one. Um, over under 45 and a half, that's another one where I think the under could be the move. Uh, I think both defenses are, are good and... Um, Niners minus... Two is really odd to me. I, I don't know what's up with that one. Um, Titans Rams over under 53 and a half under. Um, yeah. Oh, and and then I, I mean, I might take the Rams minus seven. I don't know. It's without Derrick Henry. It is really hard to say, like, what, what exactly is the Tennessee offensive experience going to be? And especially because the Rams defense, even before Von Miller, was actually like a top five defense um, in, in terms of like some of the advanced metrics. So it's it's most definitely uh, an underrated aspect of their team. So I think that 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 should be uh, an under. And then the Bears Steelers, this game could the the over under for this game could be twenty five, and I would take under. I, I mean these both these teams just have no offense and the bears defense is capable of being good. Not that there is much evidence of that the past couple of weeks. And then the Steelers defense is just flatly good. So, um, yeah, I, I think that that's just unders all the way. Um, so let's see. We'll just go 10 skis across the board. I think is the move. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't love a lot of these spreads this week. Uh, obviously, 
and certainly a lot of the I, I mean I, I just am an underbetter. I what can I say? I think that there's over bias and I just think there's something to the under is winning until it's not, right? And and so there's there's certainly things that can go wrong, right? You get things like pick sixes and fumbles in the in, in like their own side of the twenty, things like that that lead to quick points that can really fuck you. But you think about like the chances of those things happening versus the chances of like things going against the over, right? Red zone turnovers, um, three and outs, punt, you know, just long drives that lead in pu- to punts or field goals, things like that. I just think, generally speaking, the the chances of those things occurring are so much higher constantly that it's like there's just so many more things. Like it's like you don't need as many low probability things to happen in order to cover on the under. Um, And not to mention a lot of times, right, people are like, oh, this could be a shootout, and then it props the number up. Um, And then also, like, things like it gets cold and stuff like that, especially around this time of year. Like, so those things impact it in a way that I don't think people give enough credit towards. And so... I just think, generally speaking, the under gets devalued, at least in my opinion. Um, That's one of the things I tend to do pretty well on is betting unders. Uh, And certainly there's just teams where, like, unders are good. Like, unders have actually been pretty good on the Rams, like I said, because their defense is underrated. And their offense is good, but their offense is is largely good because it's efficient. Um, Like, yes, they score a decent amount of points, no doubt. but, But their offense isn't exactly, like... Their their offense isn't exactly like, um, you know, we're gonna score like forty points on and just like you know, on like six plays, you know, something like that. It's something crazy, you know. It's it's like they are efficient. They convert on. They convert their third downs. They convert their red zone opportunities into touchdowns. They make their big plays. Their couple big plays a game. Um, they just do things that are good for score, like scoring more points than they're going to let up. And then on the other side, their defense is very good and they tend to let up very few points. Um, the bears under, because obviously the bears, um, again, uh, their defense is better than they've been playing the past couple of weeks. But the, like the one thing to always look at when you're kind of like, do I bet the under on a team? is do you think their offense can score 20 points? And the Bears are an offense that it's just like, I have no belief that they can get three touchdowns. No belief. So, and I've been pretty consistently right. I think they've missed the under once this year. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's teams like that. The Steelers, another team where like they have really good, uh, really good defense and their offense is terrible. And so their offense is likely not going to score 20 points and their defense is very likely not going to allow 20 points. So it's just like the under tends to hit a lot. Um, so, so things like that, I, I mean, have, have hit pretty consistently, actually the spreads. I am not as great on ob- obviously, but I, I've just at least found that to be a bit of a trend when it comes to the over unders. Um, but those are all the picks that I like. Those are all the picks that I'm taking up to this point. Um, I don't know if if you listen to this and and you think I'm just fucking 
out of my mind with some of these picks or uh or you like the picks whatever let me know and uh that's all for this episode i think appreciate y'all peace out Thank you.